Today marks the six-month anniversary of the MCOCME podcast. Um, may not sound like a big deal, but it kind of is a big deal to me because I didn't think I would be creating a show that would last for this long. Um, it was a risk I took. It was this idea that I had about wanting to make a podcast, wasn't sure what I wanted to do, and then it kind of hit me taking this idea uh, in sort of a niche sort of market, if you will, and having it come to life. Uh, and, you know, it's it's been really cool. And I want to thank everybody who has retweeted the show, who has come on, given time out of their day to just um, have conversations, uh, people that have been supporters since day one. And I hope that today's episode really inspires those who want to create their own podcast or even just maybe create their own channel or do whatever they want to do, whether it's for Marvel Contest of Champions or another game that you like or even just another passion or hobby that, you know, really kind of makes you happy. And I decided to kind of use this platform today to, you know, share my own personal story about how and why this podcast came about. And I hope that the you know the listeners come away with like some sort of inspiration and maybe it'll shake off those worries and those anxieties about you know becoming a content creator if you will so i have to get um kind of just like i have to give a little bit of a description of my background i'm going to name drop a little bit only because um i'm a little proud of what i've done in my industry and who i've worked with so here's kind of the long and short of it uh I moved to Nashville in 2012 uh, after living in Saratoga Springs for about uh, 24 years, and that's in upstate New York. And being a freelance guitar player, I wanted to take my talents to a bigger market where you know there was much bigger competition and more opportunities. So Nashville seemed like a really good place after um, talking with a lot of people, especially one of my friends, uh, Tom Davison, who is a singer-songwriter down here. And he was like, hey... Uh, for what you do, for playing, like you know, wanting to be an accompanist, a, a side guy for people, it's perfect. Everyone's always looking for somebody, and you'll you know you'll definitely become a lot better. So I literally packed up my car, my little Hyundai Elantra, which I still have, 2006 model in navy blue, and uh, moved down here with nothing, absolutely nothing, no job, hardly any money, weighed more than my bank account at one point. But I ended up getting some work, got some jobs, got some gigs, started playing with people. And uh, fortunately, I was able to find myself in a position to accept a road gig uh, as a um, guitar tech and a backline tech. Backline is basically the um, instruments that you see on stage, bass, guitar, uh, drums, etc. And I was doing this for an artist named Rodney Atkins. And that was my first big time like touring gig. And Roddy's a really great guy. He's got some really cool songs. The band was awesome. And it was just really cool to be in that atmosphere of like you're on a tour bus, you're traveling from city to city, and I got hooked on on the feeling. And, um, you know, my position there was temporary because I was kind of like a, a filler for another tech that they wanted to bring on. But they liked me so much that they moved me over to production. I was doing uh, lights and video and LED. And I did that for another year and a half or so. And then, um, I got kind of picked up, uh, by Luke Bryan and he took me on for four years in which I got to work with many different artists. And from working with him, I was able to work, uh, and be the show director for another country artist named Dustin Lynch. And then in 2018, um, 
that's when kind of one of the biggest gigs ever came my way. I got hired uh, to be on the Justin Timberlake Man of the Woods tour. It was a world tour. It was my first time going overseas to Europe, uh, which was a blast. And it was really cool to like see all these old countries and just, you know, everything that I had ever seen in like books or magazines. It was like, hey, it's right here and everything. Um, so I did that from uh, July of 2018 to February of 2019. And then after that, I uh, accepted a position to be a production and personal assistant for a progressive metal band called Dream Theater. If you don't know who they are, they absolutely rock. They have some amazing music out there and they are all virtuosos in their craft. However, uh, once we came back from our uh, second European run in February of 2020, um, COVID was sort of, you know, becoming a real big issue. And unfortunately, the pandemic had reached the United States and spread across um, the whole world at this point. And uh, I had another touring opportunity with another country band, but unfortunately, um, the pandemic reared its head, shut down all my work for 2020. It was a very tough time. It was a very dark time. I kind of lost my sense of identity, didn't know what I was going to do, was looking at this nine-year career that I had worked tirelessly and built from the ground up and was wondering if it was going to be over. Uh, And the only really like thing that kind of sort of kept me from totally losing it during lockdown was, um, you know, playing guitar, but also I was playing Marvel contest of champions really heavily. I mean, like I was, it was like the perfect time for me to, uh, you know, really start clearing some content. I I bought a couple of Apple gift cards before everything shut down, bought some units and said to myself, Hey, look, I'm gonna, you know, blow through act six. I want to beat this. I want to take on the collector. I want to do the whole thing. Let's, let's go ahead. Uh, you know, let's knock this out. Maybe we'll collect your grandmaster. I ah, forget which one it is, but whatever, uh, <laughs> either or, but, um, I was playing it a lot and I was also jumping on a lot of the forums as well, because I saw a lot of players would always have questions, uh, about like, how do I use this champion? Any tips, any advice for how to do this, etc. This, this and that. And I found myself, uh, kind of helping out a lot of players, um, because I don't know, I'd always, I remember just from my experiences, I didn't really have any sort of outlets to ask questions on. Uh, I would definitely go to YouTube, see videos of like Katie Candy, Seton, Rich, the man, and those, you know, three were definitely good for a lot of content. Uh, so was Jason Voorhees as well. Uh, he's got some really cool stuff up there as well, but, uh, around this, uh, I want to say August of 2020, I um, got uh, in touch with Kingslayer MCOC. We started talking from one of the forums, and I told him like, "Hey, man, we should do like a like a like you know like a podcast interview together." And he's like, "Yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool to kind of you know uh, talk about stuff." So, um, you know, he brought me on his show in uh, September, and we had this like maybe 10, 15 minute long episode with each other, and it was really fun. It was really cool, and. A few days later, he hit me up and he goes, hey, like this episode got really well received. There's been a lot of people who've been asking about it. They loved the conversations. They loved everything we had to say. And that's when the light bulb in my head went off because I had had this idea of wanting to make a podcast and I had an idea of wanting to do it for my industry, but I wasn't really like totally sold on the idea and I didn't want to like not make this podcast without really having some experience doing another, you know, episode or, you know, another series uh, before that. So, uh, with his inspiration, I decided to create 
this show, this MCOC Me podcast. And I was incredibly nervous at first about doing it because I didn't know what to talk about. I didn't know what I was going to say. Like, I'm not an expert. I mean, I definitely, you know, just kind of read and I follow other players, other content creators. And I just try to do, I just try to help them uh, by telling them what not to do. Because <laughs> the amount of times that I kind of fucked up in the game and shot myself in the foot and just spent too many units on clearing content, I was like, you know what? Maybe I just need to, you know, advise players not to do what I did. And since September of 2020, the show has been met with um, a lot of praise. It's uh, been really cool to, to help out a really cool community of people, uh, to inspire others. And it's something that I really enjoy doing. And I look forward to making episodes all the time. It's, it's for me, it's really cool um, because I used to be kind of like a player that was like, hey, look, I log in, just kind of do the thing. But now I'm more cerebral about it. I'm more kind of like devil in the details with certain things. I kind of look at the game now in terms of, you know, what not only I can do, but what can other players do to become better, to enhance their rosters, to build their rosters, to clear the more difficult content, to get those really cool rewards, etc. And the other really cool um, effect from doing this uh, podcast is being embraced by the MCOC community. They're a, a great group of people. Um, they're all they, we all have each other's backs, which is great. And it's really awesome to see that um, there's always some joking back and forth with each other. Everyone's always showing off their really cool pulls. They'll show off their really crappy pulls at the same time, and people will always kind of like ball bust or they'll have like you know funny things to say about it. But at the end of the day, it just seems like it's a really cool community that prides itself on helping out and building up other players rather than tearing them down and trying to have it be like this, you know, ego showing contest, if you will. And I'm not going to lie. It's really cool when like some of the heavy hitters in the community, um, reach out to me about my episodes. Like, you know, Rich, the man liked one of my episodes one time and I was like, Oh, this is, this is pretty fucking cool. Like, nice. Thanks, man. And I saw one of my posts in uh Seton's video and I was like, Hey, um, that's me. And then Katie Candy, she's been like, yeah, I always listen to it. I was kind of surprised by that. I'm like, wow, you listen? That's awesome. That's great. Um, so yeah, it's, it, you know, th- those parts of it were surprising. But, um, you know, for for doing this for six months now, it's been an absolute blast. And um, like I said, the, the pandemic really halted my career. It's s- slowly coming back right now. There's been some work. There's been some opportunities which have... Um, I've taken, which I, I'm excited about. I got this like punk pop cover band gig I'm doing here at downtown Nashville on April 3rd. Uh, I've done some TV, some studio gigs as well, which has been great. Uh, doing a writer's round tomorrow night uh, with a band, which is going to be awesome. So it's really cool to kind of get back and get, you know, sort of try to revive my career. But at the same time, uh, I've kind of built this other sort of, you know, side project that has become very neat. It's been almost like, special in the way because, um, the way in which I've decided to do it has been like a happy accident. I didn't, I plan on having like 30 minute long episodes. I want to keep everything short, concise to the point, because that's just the way that I like to do things. And I found that that was very agreeable with a lot of listeners. So for the people out there that have been supporting the show since day one, um, a heartfelt thank you. Really appreciate it. Um, thanks for being friendly. Thanks for being supportive. And for the people out there, that 
want to make their own podcast, that want to make their own kind of content, you got to jump in and just do it. Uh, you know, take that chance, shoot your shot. You never know what's going to happen. And a lot of it's trial and error. You just got to kind of figure some stuff out. If you go back and listen to like my first couple of episodes, I sound like a complete dork. I sound really stiff, kind of didn't really have a flow, but the more you do it, the more everything kind of becomes organic. You come up with ideas, you come up with a rhythm, a routine, and eventually it will morph itself into whatever you desire for it to be. So with that being said, Thank you, everyone. Looking forward to another great six months of this show because I want to hit the one-year mark, obviously. Um, if anybody from Kabam is ever listening, uh, thanks for you know creating a game that has uh, brought some really cool people together and has also inspired a lot of really cool and unique people to create awesome content. And um, I hope everybody out there is having a great Tuesday. Uh, Go get those feathers, go clear some content, go buy some stuff at the store if you need to. Do whatever you got to do to make yourself and your roster better. But at the end of the day, do not forget to be a good person. Go check in on your friends. Like I always say repeatedly on this show, you should never underestimate the power of a phone call, a text, a message. Do whatever you got to do. And if life's bogging you down a little bit, if you're not feeling confident about yourself, maybe turn off some of the social media, get outside, don't worry about it. Um, Do what makes you happy because at the end of the day, that's what's going to make you sleep better. It's going to make you mentally and physically healthier. And that's what I want for people. I want everybody to be their best. And I hope that, you know, going forward for this year, uh, we can all, you know, come together as a as an MCOC community, really uh, be there for one another. Keep on making kick-ass content and just being a very, very, very uh, unique, humble, and inspiring community. So, happy six months to the MCOC and me podcast, uh, and I will see you all next time. Thanks.